Welcome back, everyone, to another brand new episode of Talent Talks. I'm your host, Andrew Mitchell, and today I'm joined alongside Dr. Russ Riendo, Senior Partner and Chief Behavioral Scientist of New Frontier Search Company. Russ, welcome to the show today. Great to have you on. Andrew, thank you. Good, good afternoon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. Always happy to get new guests on the show. All right. Yeah, love, love to share some insights. Now, Russ, as a candidate, what are some ways that you can prevent yourself from revealing your weakness in your game? Well, um, there's a couple things. I think as a as a candidate, uh, when we phrase the question like that, what are some ways we can prevent from, uh, you said, revealing your weaknesses? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that we want to be careful of is we're not trying to show a candidate, in essence, how to manipulate that they actually have a weakness. <clears throat> because if you try to manipulate or work your way around a weakness in your game, as it were, eventually it's going to come out, you're not going to get the job, or you are you will get the job because you're a good interviewer, mm-hmm. but, you'll be, but you'll be fired. Yeah. Because you're not going to make it. <laughs> so what is important is one of the ways to prevent from giving a a weak response is to make sure that when you do go into an interview, make sure you have good facts Mm -hmm. about and good documentation around what you've achieved in your role. Qualify the questions that the interviewer gives you so that you can demonstrate you're a good listener and, and you can qualify what kind of information they need. If you try to fake it, it's not going to work. If you try to use the some of the classic lines that, that we hear all the time that we'll, we'll get to in a minute, mm-hmm. if you try to use one of those and fake your way out of it, it's not going to work. Eventually, someone's going to catch you in either a lie or uh, a misrepresentation of facts, or you're not going to have the documentation to support uh what it is right and, mm-hmm. and if you're and if you're not working if a candidate's not working uh and you try to excuse your way out of why you got fired or terminated or you were caught in a merger or duplicity you've got to be able to stop the bleeding as it were and say you know what the truth was is if i were the manager i probably would have done the same thing in laying me off and then give a good reason why it made sense mm-hmm. and uh that, yeah it's an interesting point russ just because I think, you know, a lot of times people try to, you know, fabricate uh, their story, their background and what they've done, where they've been, uh, you know, try to just make themselves be the best possible candidate, which makes sense. But in a way, you have to be able to back it up, because if not, like you said, you're either just going to get passed over as a potential candidate or you're going to get the job and you're going to be embarrassed when you can't fulfill what's being asked of you. Right. So true, Andrew. And, you know, there, there's a phrase that I, that I love of uh, uh, one of my mentors and writers, Dan Pink, um, had a phrase in one of his books called Drive, which said, you can't talk your way out of the behavior that got you there. Mm-hmm. And what a great phrase. No matter what you say, if you try to pontificate or if you try to give me what your philosophy is or the reason for why you've done something, but the behavior that you have had for the last year, five years, ten years, if your behavior doesn't match your philosophy, what am I supposed to believe? Yeah, exactly. 
you know, going into the next question is like, how can these headhunters find the flaws in fabricated skills, uh, you know, so easily? How, how are they able to pinpoint these w- without any hesitation? Yeah, okay, great question. And if so, if we flip the card here and say, okay, if you're the candidate, how can you prevent the headhunter from finding your weakness? Uh, the first response is, you know what, you can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, a good search professional, my colleagues in search, we can all smell a bad deal from five miles out, <laughs> downwind in heavy fog. Oh, yeah. Right. We're going to be able, because we do this for a living, we do this thousands of times a year, hundreds of times a month. Mm-hmm. Our skills are honed in to smell a bad story very, very quickly. So, you can't fool the recruiter, especially the recruiter who's going to earn a large fee from a client if they get it right. So headhunters uh, can find out because we understand the questions to ask. We, we don't let a candidate off the hook with a convenient answer because we know convenient answers are not convenient. Mm-hmm. They mask the truth. So headhunters... We'll play, we'll play dumb like a fox. I'm confused. Andrew, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, try to say it a different way. Um, what do you mean you had a you, you didn't like the direction the company was going? What do you mean you were laid off or terminated? What, what does yeah. that mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the, in essence, what's the real reason? And if it sounds too believable, if it sounds too convenient, if it sounds like the candidate made all the right decisions um we know there's something more to the story and that may not necessarily be bad but it has to be a consistent story to share with the client because let's remember who pays the fee Mm -hmm. client pays the fee they're not going to pay a fee with unanswered questions yeah that is uh, very true so sometimes a recruiter will say, and, and I will do this, and, and Tim Tolan, uh, my friend and colleague in the article, also will say, you know what, why don't you and I talk tomorrow, let me give you some time to think about how you want to respond to this, because we will have to verify, we will do references, it's, it's very much like the, the Kavanaugh flood thing that's going on in, the, in, in today's uh, world, yeah. is he said, she said, You've got to be able to have good doc documents to. So let's you and I talk tomorrow, and uh, let's look at this from another perspective. Yeah, and you know so, that's an interesting point. Yeah, I think you know just getting your story straight and you know figuring out what your best benefits are, and you know what what are some of your key attributes that you're going to bring to a company are really what you should be presenting, and um, you know these headhunters know that you know as long as you you know in my opinion if if you feel like you're determined for the position you really want it you know if you're lacking a few things that they're asking you know you still are a good chance of getting it if as long as you show you know other good qualities that maybe the headhunter will uh you know look into a little bit more it's like hey you know you may be missing this but he has or she has this and this so it's uh, right. interesting how you know they yeah, can smell it's being it out. Able to- Right, Andrew. It's 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 the candidate's ability to to be able to to show that okay, I'm lacking 
this particular quality or this particular skill set. Mm-hmm. But here's but here's examples of how I either overcame that discrepancy or I fixed it or I compensated for it or I got additional training or I demonstrated that I'm a fast learner so that you can offset some of these negatives with an alternative rather than trying to overcompensate in some way or gloss over it. Yeah, exactly. And and that's where a good interviewer, not just um, not just headhunters, but I think any good hiring executive that has had some experience and even some training in effective interviewing, they're going to be able to pull some of these things out and see what's a cliche, what is evasive responses. I I think it's a very, very good point you make there. Yeah, of course. That's all the time we have for you. Russ, really appreciate you being on the show today. I hope you enjoyed it and definitely look forward to having another podcast with you in the future. Thanks, Andrew. Have a great week. Thank you. Until next time, I'm your host, Andrew Mitchell, and this is Town Talks.